You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The penultimate stop of the spring football tour, and today the focus is the Purdue Boilermakers, and the stop is West Lafayette, Indiana. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Thursday, April 22nd, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, the second-to-last stop on the spring football tour on the virtual bus. Of course, we got to start it off with a jingle. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Visit rockauto.com and tell them the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. And joining us as our tour guide today in West Lafayette, Indiana, is a guy who lives and works in Lafayette, Indiana. It is J.D. Arlen, a sports anchor and reporter at WLFI right there in West Lafayette, who has been covering Purdue throughout the NCAA tournament when it came to men's basketball, through the NCAA tournament when it came to volleyball, and also some glimpses of Purdue during the spring practice season. So, J.D., a pleasure to have you back on the podcast once again. You've heard me sing many a times. I'm glad that you're now comfortable with it as we hear on the virtual bus on the spring football tour ben you're you're getting better the pipes are improving much like sports here in west lafayette the uh, the pipes are improving so happy to be on the show um you know the snow is melting it's snowing mm. here in, in west lafayette and I saw. Uh, as you see in the window behind me uh it is sunny it feels like spring and i'm ready to get back to to covering football and i'm sure our fans are ready to get back to ross state stadium so absolutely great to start the spring here that's how it always feels when you get into these spring workouts. Purdue has been done with spring practice for a very long time. They ended on March 19th. They completed all 15 other practices throughout the spring session. So, J.D., you said that you weren't able to see a lot of what happened in West Lafayette for spring practice. But what did you make of what you heard in all the reports coming out of spring ball? Well, um, Ben, the, the kind of the story of spring football for Purdue in, in West Lafayette is how to replace Rondell Moore. Uh, there's a lot of guys that are leaving for the draft that have been integral parts of this Purdue team, be it Derek Barnes, be it Rondell Moore, Lorenzo Neal, all guys that are expected to be on an NFL roster. And now it's kind of playing the, the catch-up game of, okay, well, how are you going to fill that role? And to be honest with you, Ben, I, I don't think that they are. I don't think that they have a, a role like they're trying to replace Rondell Moore and they're trying to create their own unique identity around the pieces that they have. And, uh, Right now, it's a matter of who's going to fill that wide receiver position. You've got David Bell, who was an absolute stud last year. Purdue went two and four, but look at this guy's stat sheet and tell me mm. that he's not going to be a starter next year. You've got Milton Wright, and then you've got quite a few freshmen that are coming in to try to play this role of maybe not having the guy in the wide receiver position, but having a group of guys uh, that each brings a unique talent. So that's kind of been the, the story of the spring. There was no spring football game. Um, so, yeah, like you said, we didn't have cameras on the, the practice. All we've heard is from Zoom and from promotional videos from Purdue. So we don't exactly know what this team looks like right now. Uh, but I can tell you this, it'll be a lot different than a two and four uh, 2020 season for the Boilermakers next fall, this fall. Having David Bell as a back and a part of this team at that wide receiver position, in my mind, J.D., one of the top three wide receivers we can expect to see in the Big Ten Conference. And that features an Ohio State team that is just chock full 
of number one wide receivers. But David Bell has that much talent. The question I think will be, who is throwing David Bell and the other wide receivers that football? A quarterback battle throughout this spring and all really all of last year as well in 2020 between Jack Plummer and Aiden O'Connell. I know Aiden O'Connell was a little bit limited due to some injury concerns this spring. Do you think Jack Plummer did anything during spring ball to separate himself heading into the fall camp and summer workouts? Yes, I do. But let's not forget Michael Lamo, the freshman hmm. coming from New Jersey, four-star recruit who's coming into this program, and Austin Burton, the transfer from UCLA. Those four guys are competing for this starting job. Um, Jack Plummer, I think, is a more versatile mobile quarterback. He's got the wheels to escape the pocket. He's got a, a, a big arm on him. But there is no more classic Purdue quarterback than Aiden O'Connell. He's exactly the guy that you've seen uh, for a very long time. He reminds me of, of a, uh, a younger Kyle Orton. Uh, and so I, I think that if Aiden O'Connell is able to work on that speed, he's for sure going to be the starter. But Ben, like I said, there's three other guys that are right behind him competing for that starting job. We've asked Jeff Brown time and time again, as any media outlet does, who's going to be your starting quarterback in the fall? And of course, he said, we don't know yet. And to be honest with you, I don't know yet either. I don't think I can make a prediction uh, this early on. But those are two guys to look out for that aren't named Jack Plummer and Aiden O'Connell. Austin Burton has a lot of experience from his former school, and he's a grad transfer, so he only has one year left. And then Michael Lamo is kind of the future of this program. So we'll see all four of those guys, I believe, get some action in games this year, in games that get out of hand for the benefit of Purdue or, or <laughs> worse off. So that will be a question heading into fall camp, as that tends to be across any really college football campus when you have a quarterback position battle. But outside of the QB spot, J.D., do you think there is another biggest question mark Purdue faces on the offensive side of the ball for 2021? Well, you know, like we've said, it's filling that wide receiver position. Um, I think a, a big I think the big question mark, Ben, to be honest with you, is on the, the defensive side. Uh, yeah. George Karloftis is uh, coming back from injury, returning to 100%. His brother, Yanni Karloftis, who was an absolute stud at West Lafayette High School uh, here in, in town, is now part of that roster. So I cannot wait to see the two Karloftis brothers come back together on the football field. They won a state title together uh, yeah. here, here in West Lafayette. Their, their quarterback is now the, the starter at James Madison University. But it's going to be the first time that we see the two Karloftis brothers back on the football field together. And I think it would be a, a crying shame to not have them on the field at the same time to just at least see what happens. They play off of each other so well. Um, you know, his brother Yanni is not a defensive lineman. He's more of a defensive end, a cornerback type of position. He hasn't really made a, a significant um, concreted position in the roster yet. He's kind of moving around the defense um, quite a bit. So I, I'm just really excited to see Purdue's defense next year um, under the new leadership that they have uh, instead of, of course, Bob Diaco now move it over uh, to a whole new staff on, on the defensive end. So I think that's really, if you're a Purdue fan, that's what you should look out for. And that is why J.D. Arland is a pro's pro and one of my favorite guests to have on the Locked On Big Ten podcast because he seamlessly transitions me into my next question. It is a new defensive coordinator for Purdue this year, the third time in the past three seasons. This time it is Brad Lambert. Bye-bye, Bob Diaco. I think a very smart decision, by the way, Jeff Brom. Bob Diaco, just a statement here, should not be a assistant coach or a defensive coordinator in college football for some time. But again, we're focusing on the new guy in town, Brad Lambert, the new defensive coordinator for Purdue. J.D., 
from what you have heard from spring practice, is there anything fans can expect to see in the defensive scheme under Brad Lambert this year for Purdue's defensive unit? Well, obviously, it's the departure of Bob Diaco, but it's also the departure of Anthony Poindexter. Much like Micah Shrewsbury, he went to the uh, We Are School in, uh, in State College, Pennsylvania. And, and so um, Brad Lambert's still listed on the Purdue spring roster as co-defensive coordinator. There's no other mm. person uh, there quite yet. So I don't know if they're looking to fill that position before 2020 or Brad Lambert will be the guy and, and just be the only defensive coordinator that Purdue has. Obviously, he had a lot of success. He's never coached in the Big Ten before. He spent time in the SEC, spent time in the ACC, and then obviously he had a, a great stint at Marshall uh, with the herd. But I, I don't know how that translates into the Big Ten. You've got a, a lot more talent um, right out of the gate. And uh, again, looking to see the Karloftises, looking to see how he kind of uses the pieces of this team to try to get something together because the Diaco system was so broken. A lot of us called it the Swiss cheese defensive model uh, because mm -hmm. Purdue's backfield was wide open for the entire season. That's why they only won two games, if, if we're being honest. It almost makes me sad that today is our second to last stop on the spring football tour, which means it's our second to last day on the virtual bus. I have found a home on this virtual bus and it has run so smoothly because of the convenient self-service I received before the spring football tour began from rockauto.com because rockauto.com is a family run business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. When you go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, you can find everything you need from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your class or daily driver or your virtual bus get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door before i embarked on this long journey through all 14 programs in the big 10 conference i found everything i needed on rockauto.com hit a couple of buttons delivered directly to my door easy convenient Everything was taken care of for me at rockauto.com. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. When you're there, write locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D, space O-N, L-O-C-K-E-D, space O-N, in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you here from the Locked On Podcast Network. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. My dear guest today, J.D. Arlen, told me that my singing voice is improving when it comes to the jingle. That's because I've been singing the jingle so much by myself on this virtual bus on the spring football tour. So here it is. One final time for the spring football tour. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. That might have been my best one yet. That's what you can expect to receive. All the best at RockAuto.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
So today's stop on the spring football tours in West Lafayette, Indiana, all about the Purdue Boilermakers. It is our second to last stop on the spring football tour. One more tomorrow, the Illinois Fighting Illini in Champaign, Illinois to round out your week. And then next week, we go full-blown preparation for the NFL Draft, which begins a week from today. And this year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On's local experts and the Draft Network's national experts as well. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft starting next Thursday, April 29th, all the way through Saturday, May 1st. That is very exciting news and the best coverage you will find across anywhere here on the Locked On Podcast Network, courtesy of our partnership with the Draft Network. Very exciting. We dive full-blown into the NFL Draft starting next week, but still, two more days of the Spring Football Tour, including this Thursday stop in West Lafayette. And, and so I, I'm excited to see Brad Lambert make a lot of changes. The test is going to be if you see Purdue run an entirely new defensive scheme on the first day, even if it doesn't work, that's a step in the right direction because something has to change when they've got a lot of returners coming back. Bob Diaco was also the defensive coordinator in Lincoln, Nebraska for the Huskers when I was working in Omaha and covering Nebraska on a daily basis. Some of his rhetoric and what he claimed to be doing with his defenses never translated to success on the field in the Big Ten Conference. That was the case in 2020 for the Purdue defense as well. Like I said, if Bob Diaco is a defensive coordinator in the next couple of seasons across any of conference in college football, I would be shocked. But we're not too worried about Bob Diaco. We're worried about the future in 2021 with the Purdue Boilermakers. We're speaking with J.D. Arland, a sports reporter and anchor at WLFI in West Lafayette, Indiana. So, J.D., I ask you, with some of the question marks we've established for Purdue on both sides of the ball, is there a best returning position group overall that the Boilermakers have for this upcoming year? Yes, and it might shock you to, to hear this, but I think the best returning group for the Boilermakers is the wide receivers. And, mm -hmm. of course, they've lost Rondell Moore, so everyone's like, oh, no, you know, your best player's gone. But Rondell Moore, remember, only played one full season with Purdue. The rest mm -hmm. of his season were marred by injury, uh, and the Purdue offense had to adapt around uh, his departure long before this moment. You know, we weren't even sure if he was going to return at the beginning of last season. And then, of course, right. he did. Um, but there's a lot of pieces in place to to have already replaced him. And Purdue's been preparing for a long time to fill that gap that number four is leaving uh, in the offense. I think David Bell has the opportunity to be an All-American this year. And I think Milton Wright has the opportunity to be All-Big Ten. These are guys that have had losing seasons that are extremely hungry to, to make something work. And uh, they have the guidance of Jamarcus Shepard. They have the guidance of Rondell Moore, who will be an NFL wide receiver uh, next year. And now this is their opportunity to, to break out and say, this is who we are. This is who we are as a Purdue group, not just as an individual. Uh, so I think, yeah, the best position for Purdue will be its wide receivers. I would love to be proved wrong, though, and I would love to see Purdue's quarterback situation improve uh, because I don't think we've had a guy who really came in and ran the field like David Blau did a few years ago uh, in, in quite some time. So I'd love to see Jack Plummer or Aiden O'Connell or Austin Burton or Michael Lamo uh, step up and, and try to make something work. So, yeah, offensive side of the ball is something to focus on if you're watching Purdue this year. 
And that returning production also on the offensive front with that O-line coming back, possibly four or maybe even the entire five starters returning. And in the backfield alongside whoever the quarterback is with both Xander Horvath, who's a huge running back, and King Daru back for a solid one-two punch there for the Purdue Boilermakers. Plenty of returning talent on the offensive side of the ball. And like J.D. mentioned, on that front for the defensive side of the ball for new D.C. Brad Lambert as well. So, J.D., this is now year number five under Jeff Brom. A lot of time until we get to summer workouts and then fall camp and then the 2021 college football season. But in the first two years under Jeff Brom, it was very successful. Two bowl appearances in those first two years in West Lafayette. The last two, two losing records in both 2019 and 2020. In your mind, as you look ahead to 2021, what do you expect out of this Purdue team? Will it be more, more close to Jeff Brom's first two years or the most recent two years in West Lafayette? Well, obviously, I hope that it's much like his first year. And I look ahead to the schedule in preparing this show, and I'm seeing uh, big-time games that are going to get a lot of national attention. Notre Dame and Ohio right. State are the two that I have highlighted as probably the most important games of the year on Purdue's regular season. The commentator, interesting note, Ben, for that uh, Notre Dame versus Purdue game, will most likely be Drew Brees. Uh, so that is, a, that is a big game uh, for Purdue. So I, I do believe that Jeff Brown has the motivation to turn things around. It's obviously people are kind of looking at him saying, hey, do we need to change leadership because we've had two losing seasons? So he's got a lot to prove in his own profession uh, that this Purdue team is to be taken seriously. Purdue's definitely going to have the opportunity to make a statement nationally with this schedule, getting a lot of attention and a lot of coverage, playing teams that most likely will be ranked in the AP top 25. They'll have the platform. Now, will they have the follow-up? That's the, that's the real question. I think it's too early to tell, to be honest with you, if they're going to do well or not. That's going to be something that we're going to see after they're tested in their non-conference games with Oregon State and then UConn, if they're able to make some headway, win those two games, then I, I could accurately say, hey, I, I think this Purdue team is really to be taken seriously. We just haven't seen them battle tested in a long time. Obviously, the coronavirus pandemic and, and all of last year marred by injuries, we didn't see Purdue at full strength for quite some time. So I, I don't think you can accurately say I'm going to make a, a solid prediction about this Purdue roster. It could really go either way, which is both great and terrifying. So after today's stop in West Lafayette, Indiana, we head to Champaign, Illinois tomorrow. Our final two stops on the spring football tour here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast. J.D. Arlen bringing you great information today about Purdue. We're also going to talk about Rondell Moore, Purdue's superstar from a couple of years ago, and his prospects for the NFL Draft. And next week is the NFL Draft. And if you want to lay some wagers and win some money on betting the NFL Draft, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I am talking very exciting NFL Draft odds and prompts from our friend at BetOnline.ag. There's a lot of great stuff they have on their website currently. Real-time updated odds and prompts on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up so head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you put in the promo code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n you're going to want to sign up today to receive that 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on because they have so many great odds and prompts for
before the NFL draft. You can go through specific players. Who's drafted where? Who is the first offensive player to be drafted? Will it be a couple of guys out of the Big Ten Conference, like Micah Parsons? He's plus 175 at the moment. Or Quiddy Pay, he's 6-1. to one. Or you can dive through your favorite NFL team and see what their first pick will be. For instance, the Los Angeles Chargers. Will it be offense or defense? Offense is juiced to minus 175. Defense, plus 135. Maybe it's the Chicago Bears. Offense is minus 300. Defense is plus 200. Bet Online has so many different ways to get in on the action for the NFL draft and to have some fun with doing it and hopefully win some money as well. So once again, use the promo code Locked On. that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. One week from this very day, the 2021 NFL Draft begins with first-round coverage next Thursday night. And the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On and Odyssey, is happening right now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts as well, for every team are making trades, picks, and picking the next stars of their organization. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Our focus next week, the NFL Draft. Our focus today, the Purdue Boilermakers with J.D. Arland. In 2020, we did not have the old oak and bucket between Purdue and Indiana. That game is scheduled for the final week of the regular season this year in 2021 in the Big Ten season. That also scheduled to take place in West Lafayette, Indiana, which reminds me, J.D. Arland, that I have said to you, when that game is back on, I'm coming to the tailgate at the Arland House or outside Ross-Aid Stadium. Is that still on? Can we look forward to that for 2021? That will not be in the Arlen House. That will be uh, outside Ross Aid State. We are all fully vaccinated in my family, uh, and they are looking forward to getting back out here. Absolutely. The old Oak and Bucket game is such a, a Purdue classic, a, a Purdue tradition. I was glad to see the basketball teams able to take on one another. Uh, the volleyball squads were able to take on one another. Purdue baseball and softball are, are both playing IU this spring. So it's very good to see the rivalry kind of renewed. Um, but man, Tom Allen's group is good. I don't have to tell you that, Ben. The Big Ten East uh, shining star is going to be Indiana. So I don't have a lot of high hopes for that game, to be honest with you, because, wow, the talent that is returning to that IU team uh, demands to be taken seriously. They remind me of an SEC group. Uh, so, it, you know, it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good game. There's always a lot on the line, and you never know what happens in that game because Purdue can play um, – way above its abilities when it's up against its rival Indiana. Last game at home, the regular season finale in West Lafayette. You never know what's going to happen come week 12 of the Big Ten football season. J.D. Arlen, one bonus question for you. We have talked a lot about this man, Rondell Moore, and the NFL draft. The first round starts a week from today. Do you think Rondell Moore could be a first-round selection, or if not, is he going day two in either the second or third rounds? The Saints need a wide receiver. And I, I think he could actually – I think he could go in the first round. Obviously, I have a lot of regional bias with that. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time with Ron Moore uh, over the years, both as a student and as a broadcaster. So I, I do believe he is a first-round talent. I, I think the 5'7 height scares a lot of NFL rosters off. Um, and so that makes me think – the analytical side of me makes me think that he'll be taken high in the second round. 
but I do believe he's a first-round talent. I do believe we're going to see him in the NFL. He's definitely one to keep your eye on. Um, you saw, you know, four, I believe, four, three, nine, uh, official 40-yard, unofficial 40-yard dash or, or something crazy like that. His vertical's huge. He got 26 reps at the bench. Uh, this is a guy that is going to make an impact in the NFL, and I'd love to see him taken high. And if it is going to be anybody, I think it's either going to be the Dolphins or the Saints. Listen, 5'7", sure, but he has a very compact frame, and he is not afraid to break away in space and make defenders miss. Rondell Moore, I think, will have a very long and successful National Football League career as well. A great breakdown of not just Rondell Moore and his draft status, but all of Purdue spring football throughout this spring practice session with our guy, J.D. Arland, a sports reporter and anchor at WLFI in West Lafayette, Indiana. On a sunny day in West Lafayette, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, it feels like spring. J.D., thank you very much for your time today. Ben, we'll see you at the Arlen family tailgate. Thanks so much. I cannot wait. <laughs> Old oak and bucket, let's get it going. I'm live streaming this show on my Instagram, and my mom is watching, and she confirmed that you do have a spot at the tailgate. Thank you very much, Mrs. Arlen. I appreciate that, and I will humbly accept. I will see you there <laughs> early December in West Lafayette, Indiana. Absolutely. So many, many thanks again to my man, J.D. Arlen, for coming on today's podcast and elaborating and giving us great insight on the Purdue Boilermakers throughout this spring football session. They have been done for a while in West Lafayette with spring practice. They ended towards the middle part of March, but still so much great information to learn and to glean about those Boilers as they look ahead to 2021. What we can all look ahead to is the old oaken bucket, the final week of the regular season. I will see you at the Arlen tailgate outside of Ross-Aid Stadium in West Lafayette. I hope, I hope to be there. Thank you again to Mrs. Arlen for allowing me and extending that invitation. So, that was West Lafayette and the Purdue Boilermakers today, our second to last stop. Tomorrow, it all comes to a close. Our final stop on the spring football tour. It's in Champaign, Illinois. It's about the Illinois Fighting Illini. It's about Burt, Brett Bielema, the only new head coach in the Big Ten Conference for this upcoming year, it is going to be a great conversation to round out the spring football tour. We are going to have a great time. One last ride, one last stop on the virtual bus in Champaign, Illinois tomorrow to round out your week. So until we get to tomorrow, have a splendid Thursday.